me pecking at the door. Come on in your own home. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that phrase though in a long time, pecking at the door. Who's that pecking at my door? <laughs> Who is that? Who could it Good be? Lord. How are you? I'm alright. I've been busy as a one-armed paper hanger. Are you wore out? I'm kind of wore out. I'm feeling the mock puny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. I, I remember reading a long time ago about the power of understatement and mm -hmm. how some people were the master of understatement. And in, <laughs> and in the South, they were often the master of understatement. So you'd say, well, how are you doing? Well, if you were you doing, doing okay. Doing okay? Yeah. Well, that's not doing right as rain, is it? No. And I love it when those people say, ah, well, any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Okay, I'm going to give you that. However, how are you really? Well, and I find lately that I'll say to somebody, so how are you? And they'll answer, oh, no, I'm fine. And then I'll stop. We'll both stop and look at each other and go, oh, shit, how are you? <laughs> and then he's like, well... My mom was sick, my dog broke his leg, you know, somebody stole my truck, blah, blah, blah. Mm -mm. Everything is like a country music song these days. It is because, because of the time of year, because of the times we are in. The times they are changing. Oh, Bob Dylan came Golly. in my brain. Did you listen to him? Do you like Bob Dylan? No, I've I, I'm hot. I run hot and cold on Dylan. Sometimes I like him, and sometimes I think he's a just a pretentious twit. He definitely had some lyrical genius, but the the one time that I saw him live, he was so wasted uh. that he about couldn't make it to his bar stool, and he was supposed to give a show, and it ended up being about. 20 minutes oh my okay gosh. he just couldn't do it he was just too wasted that's i don't think too much of that no no and that's not professional and i don't care who you are yeah yeah that was also an understatement when i said oh, i don't think too much of that no that was very nice and of course we know a lot of people who do overstatements it's like <laughs> oh my god you're not gonna believe what happened to me <laughs> and they get to the end of it and you think well, so yeah, you can't you can't manage that. Yeah, I know. I got I've got my friend uh, who was saying, oh no, I've got to be there because I've got to lift the turkey into the oven for my wife. And I was like, Lord of mercy, what kind of turkey you got? Well, it's a twenty pounder. And I said, wait a minute, <laughs> your wife can't pick up a damn twenty pound turkey. What is she? She's some kind of... Is she pitiful somehow? She's puny. She's very puny. <laughs> Apparently very puny. I said, well, the day... When the day comes, I can't pick up a damn 20-pound turkey and put it in the oven. I guess I'll get a 10-pound turkey, yeah, won't I? I guess yes, so. Yes, ma'am. Or you'll cut it in half or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you cook turkey for Christmas? Do you make a big Christmas meal? sometimes and sometimes not. I mean, this year we're going to go down to see my daughter. Oh, that's right. Or up to see my daughter. We're going to be spending the night there. So I think we're actually going to her boyfriend's, her partner's mother's house oh. for lunch. So that'll that's be cool. fun. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you won't have to cook it. No. That would be weird. And I never have to cook Thanksgiving because we always do that at my sister-in-law's house. So. Oh, <laughs> 
free as a bird. You, but you cook all the time. I though. do. I cook all the time. I've been on the road all day today. When I left, I told my husband, I don't know when I'll be back. You're just going to have to feed yourself. And he said, what? Uh, and he just went, okay. <laughs> Talk about understatement. All right. Have a nice day. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Well, did y'all have special food that you would bring out at Christmas or when recipes? I, when I was growing up, we almost always had ham. Mm -hmm. And we always, I don't remember what we ate at the house because we opened up our presents and mm -hmm. tore them up and my parents were drunk and then we all went to my mother's <laughs> mother's house. And that's when the, you know, the big meal would happen. And I think that was mostly ham. Sometimes it was big beef roast. Roast beast. Roast beast. As yeah, the Grinch. Yorkshire pudding and all that stuff. I have never had Yorkshire pudding. I'm going to make some. I was looking for a recipe that was like my mother's recipe. Because a lot of people do them like little popovers. Mm -hmm. But she did it in a big cast iron pan and it kind of... It was like a bowl like that. look. Yeah. And That's was, the way I uh, saw it. So delicious. Ooh, I want to yeah. try some. And made with the beef drippings, you know. Mm, good mm. stuff. Good, good stuff. Man. Well, we did a lot of candies and we did Divinity that time of year. Remember oh, Divinity? Yeah. And seafoam, which is kind of like Divinity. Yes. Yeah. Seafoam was good. Gosh, I hadn't thought of seafoam in a while. But it would kind of scratch at your, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it, but still, I mean, it was good. And, and my mother always had this fudge that she made that was good. Yes. Oh, good. And we did uh, what our version of Russian tea, and it would have tang. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yes, ma'am. I might have to do some of that. Tang, that and I can't remember what all was there. I've got that recipe in my recipe box. Do you? Yes. <laughs> and we would do the broken glass pie that I've talked about oh, before. Oh, yes. You need to make that. I do. Yeah. They did something called, um, it's highly inappropriate name lately, but they called it Indian Punch. Oh, and uh -huh. it was a drink that had like soda and maybe orange juice or no, something. The reason I'm giggling <laughs> is because I, I have a friend who is Cherokee. And when you say the word Indian, because she uses that word too as a self descriptor, and she'll say, Now is that red dot Indian or feather Indian? <laughs> and I just think nobody else could get away with that except somebody who was, who was in fact a Native American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking the other day about all the cartoons that we'll never see. Yeah. Again, they've yeah. disappeared. They'll never come back. Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, I hadn't even thought of him. Oh, golly, golly. <laughs> I oh, like I saw, Speedy Gonzalez. I saw a beautiful thing the other day. Um, it was a program, I, I guess it came out for Veterans Day maybe, or it was mostly focused on Native Americans, so it was like Native American veterans stuff. Anyway, there was this young woman who was coming back from Afghanistan. Yeah. And um, and I, she was a member of a Western tribe, and I can't remember which one. But she she came back, and a whole bunch of the village, the tribal people, were there to meet her. Yeah. And that some of the elder men of the village came with a war bonnet. And she stepped back and put her hands up, and she said, no, no, women are not allowed to have that. And whoever the elder of the community was said, no, women are not, but warriors are. Oh. And oh, when they said that, she burst into tears. I burst into tears. I bet everybody that heard that burst into tears. Wow. And they put that, put that bonnet on her, and she started walking down the steps. 
and you could hear the drums, this big native drum start. Oh, it was so beautiful. Wow. But that reminded the warble, the feather in the warble <laughs> thing reminded me of that. It was such a beautiful moment. Did you post that anywhere? I don't think I did. It was on public television. I don't remember even what the show was. If I find it, I will. I bet Ilsa will find it. Yeah. yeah. Ilsa always finds that stuff. What do you think about that, Ilsa? That's pretty amazing, too, because I don't believe she has broadband. Uh <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Really beautiful. <laughs> so, since COVID came along and you're not traveling all the time, do you have like a regular schedule that you're listening to podcasts during this time of day and your your social media this time of day? or? No. I mean, in fact, this is an embarrassing thing to admit, but I don't really listen to podcasts. <laughs> I only listen to this one, you know, Sunday night late or Monday morning early, I listen to it. I just don't because I, I just don't. That's okay. Because when would I do it? Like, would I listen in the car? Well, I ain't in the car much. Well, that's the thing. Would, that, I, yeah. would I sit down at home and listen to it while I'm... Uh, I just don't. And I, I know that's bad. It's very bad. I don't know that's bad. I don't know that's anything, really. I mean, it, I, I was thinking about that Christmas movie, uh, I guess, oh gosh, A Christmas Story, I guess it's what it is. The one where you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, I, I went to that house. I went to that house when I was up in Cleveland, but I've never seen that that movie all the way through. Oh, huh? Isn't that <laughs> yes, it is. It's a great movie. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, see, I, I'm a, I am, I'm a Christmas person who doesn't actually want to be a Christmas person, but I, I really like Christmas music, which so oh, many musicians do. do, though? Yes. Okay. In fact, I sang in a group for several years that dressed in traditional clothing of 1895 and performed Christmas carols at the Biltmore State Winery leading up to mm -hmm. and then like for two two weeks or so after Christmas and uh, we couldn't sing any song that was written after 1895 okay. and we had to dress and we had these beautiful elaborate Victorian almost Edwardian uh, evening clothes <laughs> that we wore and so man I know the the alto line to all kinds of things did you do green sleeves during the Christmas time yes you mean uh, what child is what this? child is this yes and then and we did a little town of Bethlehem but oh, we the didn't use that traditional song the one we mostly know we use the tune that is called forest green Whoa. and that is it's just way more beautiful than <laughs> it's just prettier. It's more lyrical sound. Nice. Yeah. And so did you get tips? Stuff. We got paid checks from the Biltmore Company. Well, that's pretty good. We took tips when we could, but that wasn't a, a thing. And so we you just, weren't there busking that way. You were no, actually. We were hired. That is so cool. I, I, that's when I became a professional musician. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got paid. That's better than most of them. Oh, it's really <laughs> true. <laughs> they didn't offer to to pay you in beer and pizza which <laughs> no but that's the thing isn't it it, oh, is. it is i'm not saying i've never done it no because <laughs> you know i'm i'm a musician around here and that's the way a lot of them start but i prefer not to i'd rather be paid every time 
Well, because I'm holding a computing device in my hands, I looked up that show and it's called The Warrior Tradition, and it was on public television in November. It was very, very good. Oh, I'll have to put that link up yeah, there. It was just that's that way. cool. Well, The Warrior Tradition. The Warrior Tradition. So, well, speaking of traditions, that's what I was actually thinking to myself is how am I going to segue back to now that I've nagged you about wanting to talk about Santa Claus how are we going to get back to that subject Lord. or did we just get back I to tell y'all the, the pre-show today y'all are going to be very glad that you did not <laughs> you were not present for our pre-show because yeah. it was just weird as it could be it was it was it might have been the weirdest one yet <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so you specifically said you wanted to talk about Santa Claus. Yes, because it's important for me to talk about Santa Claus. All right. Get on it. Well, first of all, I never called him Santa Claus. What'd you call him? I called him Santa Claus with the A. You didn't have Santa? Everybody had Santa Claus except for me. And I was different. And I don't know why I wanted to talk about him other than it's a tradition. You know, this year, for the first time ever, I'm not going to have a Christmas tree. Because we've got that, that cat? yes, that maniac oh, cat. He's, he is insane. And so I'm missing the Christmas traditions oh. and stuff. I miss mistletoe and poinsettias. I can't have those. Obviously, oh, I've never really had them. That dang cat. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's insanity. So I, I feel like <laughs> I want to keep some of Christmas going. Insanity clause. Yep. Yeah. Oh. That could also be a legal term. Yes. <laughs> yes, it can. Yeah. Yeah. But Santa Claus, he, he was, he ruled the year. He ruled the year. The whole year or just now? For me, he ruled from about, I would say about October on. I watched I watched my mouth <laughs> I made sure to, to you know behave myself a little better in those last months leading up to Christmas <laughs> because you never know and Christmas was like to me it was never a religious thing no. It was oh, just no. Santa Claus is coming and he's going to put some presents down on the floor. And if you're lucky, Santa will come yeah. and bring you some stuff. Yeah. Wait, there were all sorts of traditions I would hear about. Like, I, I could not tell you how many times somebody on some TV show would say, Well, you know, on Christmas Eve, all the animals kneel down and pray at midnight. <laughs> and I was like, Well, hell, ain't nobody around here prays. I'd like to see a damn jackass praying. So I'd go sneaking up to where they. <laughs> I don't know how many years I did that and I would be like, all right, all right, I'm waiting to see who you going to pray to, how you going to pray, you going to get down on your knees? Well, they all were asleep and then I'd come sneaking in and like, you know, the pony would be like, what the hell, what are you doing, is there food? And it's just, it was great. And 
I just want to say for the record, now it could be that we were a heathen household, <laughs> but the animals never prayed at midnight no. where I am from. I have yet to see. No. Even, now I never even heard that one. Oh, it's <laughs> a crap. I just That's had my, all you need to know. It's a bunch of crap. Well, I just wandered around in a sugar haze, <laughs> you know, from all the Christmas candy and stuff. And I do remember, and I have to tell you, the internet is full of the, some of the funniest pictures of oh my kids with Santa Claus. Where, where they're crying and Santa Claus looks like a pedophile. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, but that stuff is hilarious. But yeah, I, I would do it, but I was always... It was, uh, what do they call that? If you're a grown-up and it happens, it's a schism, you know, because because on the one hand, all the grown-ups, and they all believed in Santa Claus, and everybody, you know, confirmed each other's stories. But on the other hand, there ain't no way Santa Claus could exist. And I knew this. And so I was always deeply conflicted about Santa Claus. <laughs> And I, I would just go just in case, but we went to Mason's, and that's yes. where we would go. To go see Santa Claus. To go see Santa Claus. It was the only place in town that had an escalator. Do you remember that? I do remember that. You'd go up oh the escalator gosh. to go see Santa Claus, and it was the best ever it was. So, where did you go see Santa Claus? Golly, I don't know that they ever took us to see Santa Claus. Um, I don't remember. I remember that I had cousins over in the um, the Mill Village over in East Asheville uh, as part of Sales Built More Bleachery. Yeah. That Mill Village. I had cousins there, and Santa Claus would come through on a fire truck. And one year, we were visiting them when Santa Claus came That's through, and cool. that was good to see. I don't know. I'm sure we went to see Santa Claus somewhere, but I don't, I don't you, remember where. Did you see him in the parade? Did you ever go to any of the parades? Nah. If we did, it wasn't a regular thing. I mean, Christmas was always hard in my family because of the, you know, the alcoholism and the, all that stuff. So Christmas is just always really, it was a trauma. I wrote a story years ago about how, you know, I went up to cut the tree. I was probably 10 years old, 10 or 11 years old. My, so my brother was probably seven or eight. And I took the pony. I was going to tie the tree to the pony. And there was snow. And it was just this kind of a beautiful scene. But what parent in their right mind would send a 10-year-old, a pony, a 7-year-old, and a hatchet up the mountain to cut a damn tree? Oh, my God. So, you know, it, it's fun. The story is pretty darn funny. But at the time, it wasn't funny. And I said, and here I was going down the mountain, hauling the tree in one hand, the pony in the other, and yelling at my brother to pick up. The damn hatchet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I tell you, being poor and living with alcoholics at Christmas does not ever make for a really holy oh, Christmas. No, I guess not. No, it's pretty hard. I guess not. Yeah, we had two very different Christmases. Yeah, for me. I guess we missed yeah. them. And I, I, for me, I looked forward to it all year long because it was the one time of year when I knew I could see everybody in my family. Yeah. All at once. And that was a big deal to me. I'd see all my cousins from, I had cousins from Georgia and Tennessee uh, on the Corbin side. And I'd see all my little cousins, you know, in Robbinsville too. And it was just, for me, that was it. My year revolved around it. Well, I think that's beautiful. I don't know how the grown-ups survived it. 
they had to be sneaking some alcohol at some point. Well, mine weren't sneaking it. I mean, they start early with Bloody Marys. They'd be drinking Bloody Marys, and me and my brother would be eating chocolate-covered cherries. <laughs> and then we'd all get in the car and go to, go to my grandmother's house, oh my where there was more drinking and more fudge and all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, fudge. I forgot. Yeah. They do Christmas fudge. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. and all those hard candies that you can see the flower all the way through the candy. <laughs> I love those. Yeah. I'd like to have some of them right now. And uh, we, we would eat uh, chocolate-covered jelly. Jellies. Yes, yes, Like yes. orange, I think Dad called them orange sticks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were Those good. Those are yummy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And there were certain, you know, certain traditions that were just ironclad, and I was a grown-up before I ever realized it. No, I can, I don't have to do this, but a lot of it would, had to do with the, the what was on TV. <laughs> yes, yes. I was a Grinch person. I was a claymation person, though, mostly. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I remember loving that when I was oh, a kid. That was one of my favorites. In fact, I still refer to most of the pagan community as the island of misfit toys. <laughs> we use the island of... Oh, I love that. Yeah. I haven't seen it this year. I didn't see it last year. I haven't seen it yet either, but I'm, it's on YouTube, I know. I just have to whoop it up and see it on YouTube. I've got to see yeah, Burl I've seen it. Ives is in there. Yes, he was the snowman in the beginning. Yeah. And it looked like him, too. It did look like him. Yeah. And I remember there were, there were always the commercials for some kind of shaver, electric shaver, that would come down the snowy hills. Oh, oh, gosh. It, it was the one that had the, the yeah, the two rotating heads yes, or something. Yes, yes. And it looked a lot like this mouse. It did, and it would come down the snowy hills. Oh. And, oh. and then there was always the seasonal uh, uh, Old Spice commercial. Old Spice, yes. Because that's what everybody had to get their daddies, Old I, Spice. Yes, I got my dad Old Spice. I, th I bet that's the only reason he wore it was because it was, you know. I, I, I went through a phase when I was in uh, college and I guess it was about the same time Annie Hall came out and I was living with my grandparents and I wore my grandfather's Old Spice as cologne. Nice. And people would go, oh, you smell so good. Oh, I love that smell. What is it? And would be like, Old Spice? It's my granddaddy's Old Spice. <laughs> That's so cool. I kind of feel like I want to start doing that again. Annie Hall causes, <laughs> I never saw Annie Hall. Oh, well, she always dressed in, in men's clothes and mm -hmm. she's kind of a flibberty gibbet, but yeah, it had an effect on me. It must have. A flibberty gibbet. Yes. Well, language like that. We we never really saw snow, I don't think, much at Christmas. Huh. Maybe we did once or twice, maybe. But uh, we, we pretty much lucked out about that, and I'm glad because that would be the time of year when we'd be traveling, you know, out of yeah, the road and stuff. Yeah. So that was fun. We'd all pile up in the same beds together and you know, there'd be a mess of kids. We'd be piled up like, you know, you see dogs in a big pile. That'd be the way that we were. Kid pile, yep. cousin pile. Yep, cousin pile. And I was the oldest and I was always the first one awake. And I'd be the one going in there, sneaking in to see what was going on. What's under the tree? What's under the tree and all that stuff is a I big deal. I remember doing that. I do too. And that, that was like my favorite time ever. I still mm -hmm. love to, I love a tree. I love the lights on a tree. And we had a big discussion on somebody's page on Facebook recently about, 
Oh, and it's all them damn young people that don't know a damn thing about, they don't know nothing about nothing. And you can quote me on that. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, clutching their little fake pearls. Oh, oh, I can't believe that icicles used to be made of lead. Oh, oh, oh. And then, you know, four or five other people are like, oh, 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 it's, it's so toxic. Oh, oh, oh. And I, I'm, so I came into the conversation. I said, well, lead icicles, they, they had a heft to them. So they hung beautifully on the tree. They didn't float around like the plastic ones do. And so it really, it was a really kind of otherworldly look about it. And yes, we were told not to eat the icicles and to wash our hands after we put them on the tree. I don't recall ever any child ever dying of lead poisoning or even from their damn it. icicles on the tree. Yeah. Well, and then they started, well, you know, people long ago, they're so stupid. They put candles on the so then I had to come into that conversation and go, well, if you have never seen a Christmas tree lit by candles, then you have not lived because it is an incredibly beautiful, beautiful sight. Yeah. It's just, you, you just, if you have never seen it, you can't imagine it. And it's not like you lit the candles and left the room. Right. It's not like you plugged in the tree and then you went about your business all day. <laughs> you lit the candles and everybody probably sang a, a couple of songs and then they put all the candles out, and then the next time they lit the candles. And yeah. It's beautiful, and quit mocking that you don't know nothing about. <laughs> crows, crows. Crows, well, no, I agree with you. We had Absolutely. neighbors that had bubble lights, and that was the thing. Real bubble lights? Yes, I am not an envious person, but God, I wanted bubble lights so bad, oh, so bad. They're so beautiful. They are. I've got some little bitty ones now, uh, but they don't work like the old ones did, because no. the old ones had, there was a lot of juice going through those lights yeah. back in the old days. <laughs> well, you know, those lead icicles that you were talking about <laughs> they looked really beautiful with those mercury vapor glass ornaments. <laughs> yes they did if you popped one if you dropped one or you crunched it in your hand by mistake and then breathed in you're breathing mercury vapor well and when we were kids at least once and i'm sure more than once a thermometer got broken and we would play with the mercury, We'd poke it around with our fingers yes, or, yes. or a pencil or something, and just play with the mercury. We didn't know better. And I'm 65 years old, I lived through it. You survived it, I not did. telling anybody to go out and do it. No, 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 it's probably not the best thing to do, but golly bum. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so Christmas was dangerous then. It was, it was very dangerous. There were hatchets and bubble lights and, and strange men who wanted you to sit on their lap. Sit on my lap, little girl. <laughs> oh, you just brought back a memory of the Charles store downtown. And it was about where the, uh, oh, geez, I don't know what it's called now. It used to be the Northwest Bank building, the BB&T, yeah. and now it's like something out of Ghostbusters. I don't know what the hell it's called now. But there was a store behind that, a, a clothing store called the Charles Store. Okay. And I believe I remember seeing Santa Claus there when I was little, like five or five years old at the Charles Store. I think that um, some of my friends would go out on Haywood Road somewhere and see Santa oh, I wonder Claus. where. I don't know exactly. Maybe Fortunes. <laughs> Fortunes maybe, Hardware. Maybe, or maybe yeah. French's. But I don't remember French's have enough space for Santa Claus. I don't 
know. I remember Haywood Road would be the prettiest road in town, oh, though. Because it had the lights were the big lights, and they would cross in an X shape yes. over us, which you cannot and, do that anymore. And they were big red balls. Yes, yeah. I loved them. I remember that. It was beautiful. <laughs> Golly, we are waxing. We, we are, are waxing historic tonight. So there is a place that we could go and bid on and maybe even win the auction for some town uh, Christmas lights, big Christmas decorations that would go on the side of telephone poles. Oh, yeah. There's, yes, there's snowflakes and there's some uh, candy canes and a candle yes. right now. And there's like 25 of them. Oh we should God. bid on them and just put them here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like this place ain't tacky enough without putting some damn Christmas lights. Let's do it. This place is beautiful. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it now. Okay. All right. If you want, All right. I'll send you the link to the. Send you the link. I just put up a link on our uh, our Facebook page about that PBS show. Oh, thank you. And I did it just to see if I can be beat Elsa to it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know she when she hears this she's going to be doing it. Speaking of her hearing this, we did the drawing oh yeah for the stockings for that the weirdlings and i need to say who won yes dude and those were won by jackie holmberg katherine price and amanda klepper yeah and i mailed those stockings out today which is thursday okay so it might be and most of them are pretty close by it may be they will have these right after they hear that they won them here on this very That's podcast. That's so awesome. Yeah, because it's, what is today? is Thursday? Yep. Oh, yeah. They might actually might have. get them Saturday. That's so cool. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you, Weirdlings. Yes. Any of y'all that want to be on our crazy little fan club, the Weirdlings, just, uh, uh, Put it on the Facebook page, the yeah. Weird Mountain Gals Facebook page, and we'll get you connected up. Yeah. It's a wonderful, silly group of people. It, I love them. It is, but now, listen, you don't need to ask to be on that page if you're going to get easily offended. Oh. <laughs> well, no said. well said. Well <laughs> said. Tell them what we're going to have on there. Uh, yes, because they get, uh, the Weirdlings page gets all the outtakes of things that we can't we keep up in the air. That's right. That's right. So we'd be in big trubs. I know we would. Well, I think I'm going to get going. Me too. Me too. And I'm going to go look up the recipe for divinity. Ooh. It was. Egg, it definitely is egg whites. Yeah, and then you pour the hot molten sugar into them while That's you beat it. them. And it gets kind of crunchy yes, and foamy yes. at the same time. And I actually hard. have a recipe for that. Ugh. And I will just make a photo of it and stick it on the, on the page. Thank you. Yeah, I might make me some. Yeah, like I should be making divinity. Well, I've been <laughs> baking a bunch of cakes and I'm not going to eat any of them. What? No. Are you I mean, giving them all away? I'll give them all away. Yeah. That's so nice. You're you're a nice person. Well, I have like cakes that are traditional cakes I always make. And so there you, that's all there's to it. Are you a fruit cake woman? Well, I do uh, kind of a, it's a medieval renaissance. It's a Tudor era fruit cake. So the cherries and the dates and all that stuff and soak in rum for a while oh. so it doesn't have the kind of candied fruit except it has candied orange peel but i make that myself 
Now that sounds good. Oh, it's dense and rich, and you cannot eat a whole slice of it. Ooh, really? Very, very rich. Yeah. Is it? Does it have uh, the the dark? Is it like a dark cake? It's black. What is that cake? Oh, never mind. That's a conversation for another time. Well, and this is called a Twelfth Night cake. Ooh. And it is, and then it's saturated with sugar syrup and booze, and oh, it's delicious. Do you set it on fire? No, you could. And that's your heartburn afterwards. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did a couple of those, and some friends of mine were saying, well, you reckon she'd miss it if we stole one of them? So I'm going to split one of those cakes and oh. take it to the one house and then the other house. That's so nice. So that they go, what? What is that? It's like Christmas. Oh. Yeah, isn't it funny? I love being around pagans at Christmas. Oh, I know, because we just love to do and give, and yeah. Yeah. We really love winter solstice. It's we, a really big deal. We do. Well, we love the solstice, but we, a lot of us, just do Christmas, too. Well, I It's like a gift is a gift. Well, and the thing about Christmas is almost all of the things that we love about Christmas are things that of Europeans, Europeans did for the solstice. So. Uh, well, that's true. That's so true. It, you know, you, you celebrate, you can call it Christmas if you want to, but that tree ain't Christian. It might have a little more Saturnalia in it than anything. <laughs> All right. Well, Miss Byron, you behave. I'm going to hit stop on this, but before I do, thank you to everybody who's been listening and commenting. We have heard you, and we're so excited uh, that you've come on board and just, you know, if you ever have a topic you want us to talk about, just holler. We're happy to oblige you. We'll do it. You know, we'll talk about anything, even crazy stuff that we shouldn't be talking about. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. <laughs>